Hello everybody, welcome back to the RIP tour. I know it's been a while, it's been around a month I think. Um, We just couldn't get schedules to line up and we didn't just want to put out any old show just so we could see we uploaded. We like uh, giving you the the good good. Um, But today we have a very sad episode um, for two reasons. First reason, Luke isn't here. So Luke, if you're listening, we miss you. And that guy crying in the corner of the RIP room is Tim. Hello, Tim. Hi. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> I'm good. Good. You? You know, I th- I guess things could be better, but, you know, I guess we're going to get into that and talk about it. Yeah, we just need to pull the, uh, the band-aid off, don't we, and talk about it. Yeah, pretty much. The, the, first, um, the first step is always talking about it, so... Should we talk yeah, about Yeah, I mean, I guess we have to talk about it, and I'm sure it's no surprise to everybody right now, but HH30, HHN30 has been postponed. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. But. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I we'll mean, we've got some thoughts on this, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, we got an official announcement on the 24th of June, July, sorry. July. July. Um, was that Friday? Was it Friday? I believe that was Friday. Yes, it was Friday. Um, which is, it comes suddenly because literally the day before, um, they were they were saying that the, the tribute store was opening. Um, yeah, that, so, that was definitely the big thing going on is tribute store, tribute store. Hey, it's going to open on Friday. It's going to open on Friday. And, and boy, everyone is expecting a house announcement on the Friday. Um, but instead, instead, they dropped this one. I was going to say, boy, did we get a different announcement, huh? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the announcement that we uh, we were hoping for. Um, but up, I've pulled up on the Universal Twitter, the official announcement. Okay. Um, so this was on the 24th from um, Universal, official statement. Universal Orlando Resort and Universal Studios Hollywood have made the difficult decision not to hold Halloween Horror Nights events this year. Universal Orlando Resort will be focusing exclusively on operating its theme parks for daytime guests using the enhanced health and safety procedures already in place and Universal Studios Hollywood continues to face ongoing business restrictions and uncertainty around its opening timeframe. We know this decision will disappoint our fans and guests. We are disappointed too, but we will look forward to creating an amazing event in 2021. Um, there, it is. So there it is that's the uh the announcement we weren't expecting um again it 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 was up in the air but up until that announcement it was still going ahead with construction we yeah. were still hearing you know different rumors they were going ahead you know with the tribute store everyone got excited when you know the tribute store facade got put up which we'll talk about later um and it was actually team members wasn't it stood outside the store that was saying it's opening friday i mean I that was at first yes um but then they were saying that it wasn't going to open that day yeah um because i we know some people that were there on friday that were hoping that it was going to open but it never did and then you know boom that's when we got the the, the explosive announcement of uh, the postponement um but uh yeah like you said we'll get into it the tribute store is now open um which does look cool so yeah so it's it, like my phone blew up as soon as that announcement um was made i had even people who who don't even go to horror nights i don't even go to florida at all 
like who live in my hometown send messages. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? I'm like, yes, I have seen it. I don't want to say <laughs> like you have like you haven't seen it, right? So like <laughs> I don't even know how to describe how I'm feeling right now because I knew in the back of my mind that I wasn't going to Horror Nights this year. Um, because it's still very hard to get a flight out. Um, I think at the minute it's only British Airways who are flying out from London. Um, Virgin have cancelled. Are they even still? I said, are they even still doing that? They're really still flying out of London. Somebody commented on my um, YouTube video saying that BA was still flying. I haven't checked it myself because we never use BA. Right. Um, But I I know Virgin have cancelled a lot of flights. And Tui, who we normally fly with, have cancelled all flights until at least November. Um, so there was no real point in us coming November. Um, so I knew in the back of my mind that, you know, we weren't going. But on the other hand, you know, when you want to stay hopeful and you, you want to think that you're going. Because um, sure. I'm, I'm used to every year, you know, getting ready for Halloween Horror Nights and prepping and getting yeah, excited absolutely. with the build-up. And this is exactly why, you know, we launched this podcast to get excited for this the speculation speculation season. Um, and obviously we've chose a terrible year to start the podcast because... Yes, we have. Obviously, <laughs> horror night isn't happening. Um, so again, like that's a that's bad on our point. But again, when we started this podcast, COVID wasn't even a thing. Back in like, was it January? When, when we started talking about starting this show. Um so yes, I'm still sad that it's not happening. I'm very, very sad it's not happening, but it's made us feel even more weird. But I'm also happy at the same time because I know that I'm not missing out on anything. Um, but then again, like because it would have would have absolutely killed me looking through Twitter every single day, seeing people at the event and all of our oh, friends. Would, oh. You wouldn't have signed on to Twitter at all during that. No, I was actually tempted just to to log out of Twitter temporarily, just just while Horror Nights was on because I wouldn't have. Um, it would have been absolutely horrible sitting back at home yeah. in the cold, rainy UK, knowing that I couldn't get out there and everyone else is at my favorite thing ever. Right. Um, but again, I'm also sad for all the team members and, you know, there's a lot of creative jobs gone. Um, yeah. So people I, in, pe- even people in creative on safe, which, you know, came as big, a shock. Some big names came, big name came as a shock, right? Yeah, exactly. So, COVID has just had such a devastating effect on yeah. more things than, than we think. You know, the most of the things that we say are just on the surface, but we don't know what's going on in the background. And, you know, you yeah. would think that it would just be frontline staff who would go, but no, no, it seems that nobody's safe, basically. Yeah. Um, so I just feel sorry for all the team members. You know, people, scare actors were already hired. Ops people were hired. They've built all yeah. the houses, all the efforts that that's went into it, um, and then for it to be cancelled and all the people losing their jobs, it's just not the thing that right that, that you want to hear, really, is it? Yeah, no, definitely not. You know, I mean, we know uh, we know many scare actors ourselves, and you know they're pretty bummed that you know now they don't have a job. Um, you yeah. know, but I, I just feel like I feel like there's more cuts to come. You know, yes, we'll we can get into that later um i feel like for you though you know just like i mean you hit it right on the head you know you're you're sad you're happy but i feel like when that announcement happened i think after the initial shock you're probably doing the happy dance because you're not going to miss out on the event exactly i mean if it it probably wouldn't have hurt as much if it wasn't the anniversary year so for example if it was like say 27 i wouldn't sure 
I would have been sad, but I wouldn't have been as sad as I was knowing I wasn't going to 30 because it's an anniversary. It's a part of history. Sure. Um, and I, I know they would have had some cool stuff lined up. And I mean, look at the merch. We'll talk about that soon. But yeah, I mean, um, especially looking at the spec maps and we've talked about it, you know, we kind of think we know maybe what the lineup could have been. Exactly. And if, that, and if that was the lineup, yeah, it'd be kind of a heck of a year to miss to miss that. Um, yeah. I mean, me personally, I feel like, you know, as such a like a hard decision, this probably was for Universal. In the end, it is the right decision. Um, again, but I like I know it's tough because people are losing their jobs, and you know and that is the heartbreaker right there. Um, but to make sure that staff, guests, just everybody is going to be safe. I mean, we can talk about it till we're blue in the face. I mean, Brady sitting in front of me. I mean, we we talked, we've talked every day and all the time about how can this event go on and social distance. Yeah, and it having to have the same effect. I mean, what what was what was going to happen in the houses? Like, uh, especially if they had to go in and revamp and rework things. You know, were they putting up plexiglass? You know, to block scare actors, so you could only just see them through a window. Um, you know, were they being put up on higher you know pedestals, so you know they wouldn't really be in front of you? I just don't think we would have gotten the same kind of experience. Yeah, 100%. as we as we as we would you know normally have you know just running through a house, you know, when we were talking like through through like the scare zones on the on the spec map, there was only one scare zone. I, I, who knows if that was even really going to be realistic if they were going to be able to do that, unless it was just going to be you know just little stages, you know, and they're roped off so nobody could get to them. So yeah, I mean, if it's anything going on by like the characters during the daytime of the park they're all up on pedestals um and team members now on like taking pictures during the day which i know they don't do with horror nights um but it's still like a sign of things that were to come yeah um because they've, they've got to protect the guests but they've also got to protect you know their team members as well so on an event that's pretty much based in scare actors getting as close as they can to you without physically touching you with the occasional bump sure. i really didn't see you know, how it could go ahead. I mean, I've been accidentally knocked by scare actors in houses before, which I don't blame them at all. To me, it's perfect. I'd, I'd love to be, I'd love to be, be pushed and, and, and hit along by scare actors, which obviously I know they can't do, but it's, it's a dark house. So how could they physically pop out and, and scare sure. people without getting too close? I would think they would have to, to play a lot on, on other yeah. types of scare, like, um, you know, like compressed air, um, water type effects, that sort of thing, yeah. as, as yeah. opposed to, to a scare actor getting in your face, but we did hear as well that um, some of the houses had to be revamped because of the, the CDC. Is it the CDC or the GCD or something? CDC, yeah. Uh, CDC guidelines. Um, whether that's true or not, um, but it just seems a shame that if they have done that and rebuilt the houses and then haven't decided that's just more money lost oh, yeah. on Universal's part, which, which oh, is, yeah. again, is more upsetting, really. Exactly. And again, you know, it's not over here. You know, they keep saying it's going to get worse before it gets better. I mean, for example, you know, and now and, and not to get political, you know, the White House is hiding numbers. You know, we're not getting the same kind of numbers that we used to every day. But um, today was announced there was over 200 and something new deaths in Florida. And that is a record wow. uh, for one day. 
So, yeah. um, and then I just kind of did the math cause I can, f- I can find the numbers, you know, I know we're not really talking about cases, but almost another 10,000 new cases, uh, in Florida. Um, you know, where, yeah. where I live in my County, there was another 10 deaths, another 20 the other day. So it's kind of, it's picking up. Um, and even, you know, everybody, like even the president has mentioned that it's going to get, it's going to get worse before it gets better. So I think again, because, it's still just running rampant here in Florida. It was the right call. Um, I mean, you can look at Disney. Disney was the first ones to that, like back in what July, June, they were like, Nope, sorry. We're not even going to do Mickey's not so scary. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge money maker for Disney. Sure. Um, Mickey's not so scary. I mean, the effort that they, I'm not saying Horror Nights is less effort, but the amount of effort sure. you know, Disney put into their whole Halloween vibe. Right. Um, it's a totally different event of Horror Nights, but for Disney to cancel that, who Disney seemed to be more money hungry than Universal, I'll sure. be honest. Um, that was a big thing for Disney to cancel it. And I think that's right. played a part as well in Universal canceling their event. Um, I mean, I, I'm assuming if the event went ahead, they would get some pretty bad press. Right. Um, maybe, you know, the guest, ex- it's, it's about the guest experience at the end of the day. Um, and it's, it's only the guests that can really control how they act in the park universal can only do so much um yeah no agreed and i think yeah i think there were multiple factors into this decision you know not only just making sure that guests are safe um you know i know me and you have talked we've heard rumors that you know there were possible you know ips wanted to pull out because of this you know yeah looking looking really good you know that you're going to still have this event while this is going on and i don't think you know some of them wanted to be a part of that so i think a combination of everything and they were just like hey you know what it's just time to pull the plug Uh, and better now than you know say you know what a month out two weeks out or god forbid even a week out you know they're just like hey you know what we're canceling it because i think that that probably would have been worse and i think everybody would have been like just even more in an uproar. Um, but just, you know, watching social media and seeing and talking to everybody um, about it, I think everybody's come to terms with it. And I think a lot of people probably had it in the back of their mind that, you know what, there's probably a good chance that this could get canceled. Um, you know, and I think Universal was just very optimistic, you know, kept saying, hey, we're chugging along. We're, you know, we're not canceling. We're not canceling. And then I think just everything just culminated and it was just like, hey, you know what, we need to do this. Yeah, exactly. Um, and again, down to, to the, the guest experience, how good would it, it wouldn't be very good, would it really go in through a house and you've got an ops guy shouting at you, you know, keep your distance from your party in front. And Exactly. You've been in houses yourself, Tim, when people are get a fright and some people react differently and totally run ahead. Sure, yeah. Straight into the next guest. I mean, it might be yep. a guest that's not in your party. It's, it's not yep. something Universal can really control. And again, with masks, Universal can only do so much to make people wear masks correctly. Um, so, I mean, it was the right decision. It, you know, it was. Think it, about, it was hard think about how much, how many people they were probably going to let in. Like, what would they have cut it by? 50%? Maybe even, even that. Maybe even 75%, you know. Um, it's a moneymaker. So, I'm sure this yep. is not a, a, a good thing for Universal. But the good thing is, I think... Some of those houses, especially like the the the, the tent houses, yeah, exactly. They yeah. could probably leave them up the whole year because it's not like they have to do anything in those, right? Yeah, but it's. I maybe, mean, 
the ten houses, like you say, it could be untouched. But again, it's it's the headliners on on the spec map. You know, will they come back? Because right, um, will the permits run out and, yep, and stuff? Exactly. And they also do film inside the sound stages during the off season. I don't um, know how, but how much filming do they really do there anymore? Do we know that? I mean, like, I did I try really to search know. online out of curiosity, but I couldn't really find much as to to what the um, what was filmed because I'm assuming most of it was actually filmed like in Holly, the Hollywood back lot, right? In, in sound stages as opposed to the the, the like Orlando I, ones. Like I know we've been there when things have been going on. There was a um, they were doing like the wrestling. A, well, wrestling, but uh, they were doing like a NASA uh, documentary or something in one right. of the sound stages or something. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so I know some things go on, but I don't know like to the extent of how much. And, you know, God only knows right now with TV and film, you know, like what's being put on hold, what's coming back, you know, especially being in Florida. Who knows if any productions they're like, mm, you know, we're not going there. Maybe we're going to switch it and, you know, take it somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, I th- I think out of all of the houses, you know, the speculation, I would think the Shrek one would be the one that would have to come down because of Shrek. I mean, they could possibly run that with just one theater, considering. I mean, considering the, the yeah, capacities the, the, lower at the parks. Yeah. I mean, it's only really the locals in Passholders going at the minute. I mean, yeah. imagine at least 90% of the UK. Um, tourism side of it isn't coming into the country so when i've seen pictures of universal i've only seen it like busy a couple of times as opposed to most of the photos i'm seeing the parks are pretty dead yeah Uh, well it seems to be dead during the week and i think on weekends it's a little bit a little bit busier because i think we've yeah we've seen some pictures out there that are like been on the weekends and we're like whoa that's you know there's definitely more people than we thought would be there um, and I think Universal is probably getting more people because you don't have to make a reservation. Yeah, as opposed to-, to Disney. Correct. So I think Universal is is getting getting more people on the weekends. Yeah. Another thing as well for the soundstage houses um, is the permits as well because they have to file permits don't they, for the, the temporary structure. Yeah, and then you also have to think about whatever IPs they have signed. Is that a contract for a year? Is that a contract that exactly. was just through you know yeah. November to the event? So 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 let's talk about that. What comes back? I think all the originals come back. Whatever originals they were going to do, yeah, I think are going to come back. You know, especially you know you've postponed HHN thirty, which will still be HHN thirty. Not thirty one, where I've seen people, you know, talk about it. it's like it did <laughs> that get canceled. Really, that really bugged yeah. me. <laughs> so I think all the originals. So I think we get, you know, we get the icons, you know, that whatever else was on the spec map. I think all of that, you know, I, I better get that pumpkin house because I think that's probably going to be amazing. For sure, yeah. But I think the IPs are probably going to be. I don't want to say an issue, but they'll definitely be the ones that will, you know. Whatever I mean, they had, whatever they had planned for this year, may not be the same IPs for next year. That's just my guess. My my guess is if we get some of the same IPs um, from the spec map, it'll be the Netflix because I think that seems to be a continued partnership with the, the I mean, two hope, years of Stranger hope, Things. Hopefully, but I I think out of the IPs, I would feel that like Beetlejuice and the uh, Brides would be coming back because that's oh, yeah. like basically through universal correct yeah 
Um, so it's just so even if like what what were the other ones? So we're talking uh, Hill House, House, House on Haunted Hill, uh, Billy Eilish. What was the other one? Oh, Texas Chainsaw uh, Massacre. Yeah, I mean they'll still have some of that stuff kicking about somewhere from the last time they did it. I'm, I'm I mean certain. that's true. So I mean, but even then, like if the take the soundstage house is down, how much of that house framework and all that sort of stuff can you know the take down carefully and possibly rebuild or is it a case they build it so temporarily that they have to scrap it and start again um i i feel like it's something that they can take down and store it because think of how much stuff that they reuse every year yeah yeah so um um but i think the 10 houses that can definitely just leave up and you know the, the dust and stuff will just add add to the theming for for next year. So I think we might be right. safe with the tent houses or whatever they yeah. did have planned there. But again, that that's that'll save their money next year. You know, if they've already built Pro- them and leave them up, Correct. because at the minute right. they're just hemorrhaging money left, right, and center. So sure. they need to recoup some of that cost. Mm-hmm. And again, I think that's why we've still got the tribute store because. Universal could have just put some of the merch that already had into the main gift store. Um, but I think by putting it in the tribute store, it still gives Horror Night fans something to, to travel out to the park for. Um, and it's just a way to get rid of all the merch that they've already sort of well, yeah. bought and printed. Absolutely. All right. So let's talk about the tribute store. So, you know, it's opened. Um, you know, I've seen videos. I've seen pictures. We, we, yep. we we had our, our our lovely great friend Steve uh, help us out and take some photos for us. Um, I when I first talked to you about it, you were just like, "Oh man, they used the 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 facade from last year," and I didn't know what you were talking about. I was like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "I only saw the first room. I didn't see the second video." Ah, <laughs> uh, right to the to the next room. So, um, so, you go, so have you, you saw? Yeah, have I've, you I've saw now, the facade? Yes. Now I've seen everything: uh, videos, pictures. Um, and it looks pretty fantastic. I'm not going to lie. It looks great. I'm really sad that I'm not going to get to see this in real life because like every, I mean, for the past two years, you've sort of, when the tribute store has been, it, it's, it gets better each year. So, I mean, last year, the detail in the, the Stranger Things room was just something else, you know? And you really think like, is this just a store? Is this is this a walkthrough attraction? Is it a store? It's, the theme is just so good. Um, and again, this year we got like the facade. So a lot of people thought it was the Beetlejuice facade. Um, but when you looked closer up at the rock work, it was more of a like, would you say like a Dracula vibe? Well, yeah, I think it was probably part of like the, like a castle or whatever from, you know, Frankenstein, Dracula, uh, yeah. Bruce, that kind of thing. Um, which, which makes sense. Cause when you walk into the first room, yeah, basically, you know, Frankenstein's lab, you know, um, which was pretty sick looking. I love the like the big gear, the wheel turning. That looked then, awesome. And then, you know, you had Frankie under the under the sheet getting electrocuted, you know, at an yeah, at, like, just looks so cool. Just um, all the pipes and the sound effect and the sound design that they'd use yeah. is just it's just they're just that's just the little things that Horror Nights do just to to make their events stand out. I mean, it, it's just a store at the end of the day. They could have just racked it with empty shelves, but they haven't. You know, they've they've given us an amazing like visual experience yeah, they, just to they, buy something. They put as much work into the store now like they do as for a house. 
Exactly. Yeah. You know, which is fantastic. Um, and it looks like that first room had basically like all monsters, classic monsters, uh, merchandise, T-shirts, stuff like that. Um, so I think it wasn't anything new. I think it's stuff that we've seen in the parks already, but I think they just yeah. wanted to, to have the merchandise in there, uh, which makes sense. And then that led into the second room, which was, um, I don't know I don't know if you want to call it Jack's Carnival Room or the Icon Room. Yeah, it looks right. like it's such a a variation in color. So you go from like the dark greens, purples, blacks, and then you enter Jack's room and it's just oranges and red filled with pumpkins and, and wow, leaves. it looks so good. Yes. Yeah, it was it, just, it was really it just it just it just screamed fall. And then oh, that's and then that's where they had the facade from last year, the big uh the big black cat with the yellow eyes. Yes, yeah. Um which I thought was a, a good like recycle use of, of of the facade it was pretty cool to see that inside yep. um and they also you know they had a big mannequin of jack in his 25 costume which looks awesome by the way and that's where they had all the throwback merch um which i've bought some of that i'll explain soon yeah, um, so they had all the throwback merch um they had a huge pumpkin wall which by the way would make an awesome like photo backdrop Dude, that <laughs> wall was sick Yes, it looks it just looks so good. Yeah. Um and they also had some Easter eggs in that room as well. So uh, I don't know if you guys who've been there have, have spotted it, but they had Rat Lady posters who was at the events in the early years, featured in the very first Fright Night. And they also had another poster which said um they had it styled as if it was an announcement for like an attraction coming, but it said, what did it say? Have you seen the poster, Tim? It said like, yeah, um, something about another room coming soon. Um, yeah. To that effect. So, I mean, maybe that's, I, I don't think they're going to put any of the merch that they probably had planned for, because I'm sure that next nah. room was probably from all the houses. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Maybe it's going to be like a, um, like a dedication to HHN. Maybe it will be kind of like a, a museum, if you will, or, you know, just like props and stuff from over the years. Uh, who yeah. Knows? Uh, yeah, it would be cool. Like, you know, the um, entrance to the horror makeup show. Yeah, yeah. Where exactly. they have, uh, yep. you know, they have, is it the Usher and, and Jack? Yeah. I think it would be pretty cool if, like you say, do something like that with maybe a bit of history on the event or yeah, past cool. props or costumes on mannequins, you know, it's like yep. a little exhibit. That would, that would be a good use of exactly. the space. I mean, there were more Easter eggs in that room too. I like. I think I saw a map um, brochure that was there from like 1993 or something. Oh yes, sorry, I missed um, that one. Yeah, there was one there from was, 92 as well. Okay, there was gold coins with Jack's face on it from. Oh, I can't. Rem- I want to say 2000, maybe 2005. Somebody, I'm sure, will correct me. Um, but those look cool. And then there were posters up from like different houses. Yeah, like over the years, which I thought was cool. And also, they had um, posters of, of all the uh, past icons. Yep. So, you know, they had the Usher, the director, Jack. Care, I was very surprised yep. Chance was missing. Very surprised at that. Huh. Um, considering she was the last, you know, official icon of, of uh, 26. I didn't notice anything for Chance I didn't notice there. anything because we weren't in there, but maybe she's represented somewhere. But I would imagine somebody would have snapped that or we would have seen yeah. any of the videos. But yeah, I don't I don't recall seeing that either. Yeah. Um, but the merch that they've got, you know, looked pretty cool. It was released really early on the website. Yeah. Um, so- I, 
I don't know if that was like the big, hey, we're just going to give you some merch now because we know what announcement is coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to, just to soften the blow of it. Yeah. Um, um, I think it's really cool that like, you know, they've got it from like previous years. So like, are they going to, they're going to do some more of that? That'd be kind of cool. So I was listening to our friends over at Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights and Hunter had an amazing idea. Um, so Hunter, if you're listening, that idea needs to needs to happen. So Hunter basically said, release a different Horror Nights shirt every two weeks from each year. That'd be sick. For the next year. God, they'll make a lot of money on that. Uh, how much money would they make? Like I would... Yeah. I would get you to get me one every two weeks and ship it. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even care how much it would cost. Um, I mean, I've got I've got the pass holder shirt and the regular house shirt from each year from right. HHN twenty five, but some of the retro designs and some of the earlier shirts, wow, just like they would be awesome. So, like the the merch that I've bought from the website, I got the original Fright Night shirt, which, by the way, Universal corrected the date on. Um, because they originally put 1990, so they had to recall the shirts oh, and did all you the merch. The, the 1990 or the 1991 one? I got the 1991, so I have oh, the, got, the proper the, one. The corrected one, okay. Yeah. Um, I know so some I'm, people did get the 1991. Yes, they did, yeah, which are now going for crazy prices on eBay. Um, so I saw the pin going already for two $300. Oh, my God. Because it's <laughs> because it said, what, 1990? This is just ridiculous. That's sad. Um, so I got the original Fright Night shirt. I got the original Horror Night shirt. Um, I would have got the other two shirts, but me package because I had to pay forty dollars international shipping. Um, so I probably could have got like another one, two shirts if the shipping was a bit cheaper. Yeah. But I also got the posters, um, same as the t-shirts. I'm going to get them framed for my YouTube studio, nice. and I also just picked up a couple of retro universal masks just while i was there because that wouldn't have added much to the order um so i'm very excited they are coming next wednesday so awesome. i'll post some pictures of them on the rip twitter i think i also saw um one of the t-shirts um was also like a black light t-shirt so some of the cover colors that were like popping out like were like super like neon orange neon uh red pink whatever oh, green almost yeah, there was one of those shirts out there, um, and I thought that was pretty cool too. So Ooh. I mean, I look forward to you know just seeing what other you know new merch is going to come over the days, over the weeks, or whatever. Um, I did hear somewhere that I think that store is going to at least stay open through October. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. I also heard, and I don't know how true this is, but I also heard a little rumor that they are planning on playing Marathon of Mayhem during the fall season as well. Um, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, that was just a little rumor I heard. It was only one person who I heard it from. Could could be cool. Could be, you know, kind of just like, you know, sticking a knife in your back kind of thing, you know. I I mean, they have have been playing it while the parks have been shut. Um, You know, Drew, who is from Inside Universal, who who listens to the show, he lives pretty close to Universal, and he he puts videos now and again on Twitter of when Universal are testing the show. Yeah, that's Um, crazy. That would be pretty cool to be sitting on your balcony at home and being able to hear that. Yeah, it would. So, yeah, I think think that would get the guests into the park um, just to see that show again. I mean, it wouldn't wouldn't cost them much to, to run it, you know. It's not as if the 
putting the event on. They could still just, you know, play it on a loop, you know, like the, the Hogwarts Castle show. So True. I think that would be pretty cool just to see they've done something for Halloween at least. I mean, hopefully they do a little bit of decorating, but I don't know. It could, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it go one way or the other. People could get really, you know, just angrier about it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they just kind of stay away from it. Who knows? Yeah. Guess we'll find out. So that pretty much wraps wraps it up. There's not much to talk about. We just wanted to share our feelings, mourn the loss of this year's event together. Um, but we do we do have something special coming, don't we, Tim? We do. We have a new um, history series that we're going to be uh, doing over the next. I guess would probably be like months, if not yeah. over, the next, over the next year. Or so. Um, so basically what we are going to be doing is we are going to be talking in depth about each year of Halloween Horror Nights per show. Um, so obviously we are starting at the beginning with the original Fright Nights. Um, so we are doing all the research possible on that. So these shows might be spread, you know, far apart because we want to do our research. We want to make sure we get everything right, everything in order. We're going to be talking about um, the advertising for that year, the merchandise, the houses, the shows. Um, we're going to try and get some like accounts from people who were actually there that year. We want to talk about ticket prices and how they've changed over the years, all that sort of stuff. We want to we want to get all into one show. Um, so the original Fright Nights, which we are talking about, we've um, obviously already interviewed Julie Zimmerman. So we are going to be putting some clips and inserts from her interview there. Um, just to to get the the detail in there, but we are very excited, me and Tim. Um, we've already started planning the episode, so we we still have quite a way to go before we can um sort of record it. Don't forget, Luke. Luke's excited too. He already sent some yep. some pictures and stuff for for us to look yep. at. Yep, Luke sent um, a picture this morning yep. to us of of the map, so we can do some more research on that as well. Um, but we're so still very gonna, excited. But we're also still, you know, not going to just do this. We're also going to try and, you know continue to bring you some interviews and, and, and other HHN fun stuff over the year as well. Yep. We were hoping to have John Masari on in July, but again, our schedules haven't lined up and we've all been mega busy. Um, but John still is going to come on the show. We just need to arrange a date. So we have some questions already typed up for him. Yep. Um, so we hope and hoping to get him on soon and make a good show of it. Absolutely. So that that's it. Unless you've got anything to add, Tim um no you can reach us on uh, the social media at uh, rip tour podcast on both twitter and instagram mm-hmm. um we got some merch you want some t-shirts if you if you want to support they're on uh through our i don't know you can find it through twitter correct yes it's the pin tweet on twitter it's basically um there it is, yeah. just google spreadsheet uh rip to our podcast and we should come up near the top somewhere yeah man other than that, you know, it's just big sad, but you know, we'll get over it, and uh, we'll we'll have a an even better year next year. Hundred percent. You know, we're all in this together, so you know, and I, I'm kind of happy for Gary because he doesn't have to miss this, um, but sad because it's not happening, and sad because people are going to lose jobs or have lost their jobs already. Um, you know, so. Definitely mixed emotions, but done for the right reason. And, you know, like I said, we'll have a, a fantastic, you know, HHN 30 next year. Yeah. So just, 
you know, if you're out there and, and you know a team member who was due to work at Universal Horror Nights, just be that bit extra nice to them. Um, you know, just check they're okay if they're your friends. And be extra nice to the team members in the parks because it, it's not going to be nice working during this, really, is it? No, probably not. Um, um, you know, so and, just just be a little bit nicer. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it should be like that anyway. Just yeah, things are going on in the world. Just just be nice, plain and simple, and just wear a mask. Thank you. Yes, wear a mask. <laughs> but that's it, guys. Hope you enjoyed this this little show again. Luke, we miss you. Come back soon. Okay. Um, we we'll, we'll hope to have Luke. Luke, are you there? Are you there? Luke. Uh, Luke. <laughs> Luke. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope to have Luke back with us uh, on the next show. Um, but that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.